Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And we hope you're all having a great week. We're going to have a big show tonight. We've got a very serious topic we're going to be talking about the life of Roseanne Boyland, who was tragically killed during the January 6th protest. A lot's been coming out online recently about that. New video evidence has came out. Um, We've seen police officers striking, looks like her, with batons. It's hard to tell what's going on in some of these videos, but other people are convinced that this is exactly what happened. We've seen other videos of protesters running towards the Capitol and uh, the police officers looked like uh, these Memphis police and these Tyrese, Tyree Nichols case that we were talking about last night, uh, just beating on these protesters with their fist. Yet the mainstream media has made people like Michael Byrd and these other police officers out to be heroes when they're anything but heroes uh, for the most part. I know some of them, were, I'm sure, are great police officers, but these ones that the media has featured... And all these provocateurs at January 6th that were never investigated by the January 6th committee. And it's because they only wanted it to suit their narrative. But yeah, it's very tragic what happened to Roseanne Boyland. And these police officers need to be held accountable. These Republicans in the House, Kevin McCarthy, should start an investigation into this. He also should start an investigation into the murder of Ashley Babbitt. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on that? And I hope you're, how are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing great. Hope all of our listeners who are tuning in are doing great also. Your opening is rather interesting because I had forgotten all about Roseanne Bolin. We talk about Ashley Babbitt. We talk about Brian Sicknick. The media portrayed him as being a victim of the far right. And I hate when they say far right. That people that went to the Capitol in Jan 6, stormed Jan 6, and they killed him. And that just didn't happen. That the media ran with that narrative. They created that narrative. And it's unfortunate because people still believe that Brian Sicknett was killed on Jan 6 because of the riots. I'm sorry. Did I say riots? Oh, I got that confused with the summer of 2020 and 2021. Those were the riots when police officers' cars, headquarters were burned down. Entire neighborhoods were burned down. People were killed. Those were the riots. What happened on Jan 6th was a college boy prank. Why don't we ask Ray Epps? Where is Ray Epps? I think Andrew Kissinger, who's now a top political analyst for fake news CNN, claims that he spoke with Ray Epps and that Ray didn't have much to offer. Now, why should we believe Adam Kissinger the same way we shouldn't believe Adam Schiff? Wow, there are two Adams. Got a lot of Adams that lie around here. And we know that Adam Schiff is keeping up a big stink because he wants to be on the, uh, the Intel Committee. He feels that he should be on so he can continue to spend lies. And I saw an interview yesterday that Michael Pompeo said Adam Schiff lied, that he leaked information. He didn't stutter. He said that he leaked information. Mike Pompeo, 
who used to be over the CIA, who was Trump's secretary of state. And I got to say, one of the best damn secretaries of states out there got a lot done. Now, I don't know about this potential run for presidency, but as a secretary of state, oh, hands down, one of the best, if not the best. But he even said, oh, pencil neck, leaked information, classified information. No one said anything about it. But we got to raid President Trump. Say nothing about it. But going back to Roseanne Bolin, haven't heard anything about it. And you know what, what else, Andrew? Sad to say, but I myself failed prey for the fake narratives out there about her, that Roseanne Bolin trampled, that they stampeded her in this rush to the Capitol. That didn't happen. We're now hearing a different story. Now, some are probably saying, well, why, why didn't we hear about this? This is almost two years, and why? Well, why didn't anyone say anything? Well, how could they when you have the FBI terrorizing their families, when some of these people are now political prisoners, being sent to jail for 20 years, 15 years? Whereas during the riots of 2020, 2021, no one went to jail. No one went to jail for long periods of time. No one went to prison. They were out the next day, thanks to Kamala Harris, who put out a flyer, say, in Twitter. She put out a tweet, say, let's help them donate money to their defense funds. So why would they be in jail? But all the people of Jan 6. And it pains me when I hear conservatives say, well, you know, you got to obey the law. If you break the law, I'm all for the law. And we just got to be full throttle and you got to pay the price. Okay, I agree with that also. If you want to uh, give them, make them pay a fine, I'm okay with that. But prison term? Well, this one guy, he went in Nancy Pelosi's office and he put his foot up on her desk and he did this and did that. Yeah, but Joe Biden took confidential information, top secret information from the White House, and he's had it for almost a decade, if not longer. He had it when he was a senator. And then when he became vice president, and now that he's a resident, he probably has more documents that he shouldn't have at his Delaware pad. Hunter Biden, why isn't he in jail? White boy privilege? Of course it is. But you got people on Jan 6 in jail rotting, people who have not seen their doctors. There was one guy who's a diabetic. He needed his meds. Another guy who had heart problems. He needed his meds. Another guy had, uh, I think it was high blood pressure. But you look at Michael Bankman Freed, and he gets out of jail. He gets as cool as heels at his parents' home and a million-dollar pad while he's entertaining guests who's going to do a, some type of live story, probably a Netflix story about his life. What's the difference? There shouldn't be two forms of law. But these people from Jan 6, they're just riding in jail. Judges are handing down all these crazy prison sentences. And Republicans, they're just looking at it saying, okay, well, you know, they break the law. No, they didn't break the law. They have a right to protest. They have a right to say, we need to know what's going on with our government. We need to know if the man who's sitting in the White House was legitimately elected and he wasn't. We need to know what happened to Roseanne Boland. The same way we need to know about Ashley Babbitt. Brian Signet wasn't the only person who lost his life, and he didn't lose his life on Jan 6. He died about two or three days later. But no one says anything about it. No one on the right, they're just, well, we, 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 we want to play fair. You cannot play fair with these people. I'm reading the book Rigged, and as I read it as a page turner, I get angrier and angrier. Seeing how the Democrats just played tricks all over Republicans, and we constantly gave in. The 2020 election was flawed up and down. Up and down. It was just completely flawed from state to state. 
The Democrats were all already had their machinery in place. Michael Elias, who's a top Democrat attorney, was playing all kinds of games. And Republicans were conceding, well, we, wanna, we don't want to push back because if we push back, they might come down hard on us. Because remember, in 1981, in New Jersey, during that governor's race, we entered a consent degree, decree, and we, we decided we weren't going to poll watch. And we don't want anything else to happen to us because that just came up. They just released us from being under that. So we rolled over again and again and again. And then you had faithful patriots like Roseanne Boland, Ashley Babbitt, and so many others that went to the Hill and were demanding that their voices be heard. They weren't burning down the White House. Because if you recall, during the summer of 2021, there were people that want to burn down the church, St. John the Divine's church. And Trump went out and held a, held a Bible and said, no, you can't do it. Mark Miley got mad. So many others got mad. Well, we didn't know there was going to be a part of a political stunt. Like, what? But you can go out and you can march with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And we all know Black Lives don't matter to these people. Because if it mattered, they would be marching right now in Chicago. But they're not doing it. They would be marching in New Orleans where Black Lives are being killed constantly. As we speak, a Black person probably lost his life. But no, no, uh uh. Well, what happened on Jan 6? And if you recall, those same rioters, the sum of 2020, 2021, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, were threatening to breach the gates of the White House. And you had people on TV, cable news, laughing, saying, oh, Trump, they got him downstairs to the basement. <laughs> he was afraid. <laughs> Show him our power. Had they breached the gates, you would have had black bodies and white bodies on the White House lawn because of the dangerous rhetoric from the media. The people are afraid to call them out. Even right conservative news organizations won't call them out. They'll dance right over it. Why haven't they looked into what happened to Roseanne Boland? Why haven't they looked into Ashley Babbitt? Thank God for Tucker Carlson because he's did a special on Ashley Babbitt. He keeps her husband on the show demanding justice. So what happened with Roseanne Boland? Well, the media lied. They lied about what happened to her. They said, as I, in my opening, they trumped her down. They, there was a stampede and she got mashed up. Really? Or could it be that she was a victim of police brutality? Remember, like I said, bad cops, good cops. Brian Sicknick, a good cop. The person who allegedly beat up Roseanne Boland, a bad cop. Where is she? Are they hiding her the same way they hid Michael Byrd, who shot Ashley Babbitt? And they're trying to wait for everything to cool down. Then they're going to dress it up and bring, bring her out or bring whoever this person out. Why can't we know the truth? Why is it that the media was so quick to go out and say, oh, no, she was Roseanne. She was, people just jump stepped on her when they were trying to, you know, breach the walls of the Capitol and go inside. No, they did not. And as I said earlier, you're wondering, well, why can't we know about this? Why are they just now putting it out? Because the FBI has shut these people up, shut them down. Like I said, they're people right now, political prisoners. Activist judges trying to cart them off to prison. They don't want to hear anything about it. And some of these judges are conservative judges. They think that they're doing the right thing.
they're thinking that, oh, we can do this. We can put them in jail and we're going to bring back the sanctity of the country. I have said it once. I've said it twice. I've probably said it a dozen times, if not a hundred times. And I will keep saying it. The seat of our government must leave D.C. It must leave D.C. immediately. That is the only way we can ensure that our government is not corrupt. It must leave. I wish it would catch on. We've got to get the government out of D.C. Well, where are we going to take it? Let's just take it to Florida. Move it to Florida. Temporarily suspend all activities there at the White House, there on the Capitol, and just say, we're going to take it to Florida until we can clean everything out. Well, for how long? Two years for as long as it takes. Move it to the Midwest. It has to leave D.C. It used to be years ago in New York City. It can't stay in D.C. It cannot remain there. D.C. is too corrupt. It has become a cesspool. As I explained to you before, one administration leaves, another administration comes in. And it's unfortunate because the administrations that come in, that stay, that have roots there, that have tentacles there, are the Democrats. When Trump took office, we had a residual effect of Barack Obama's eight years in office. Before Barack Obama, you had George Bush. George Bush was only there for, he was there for eight years, but before he came in, it was Clinton who was there for eight years. So these Democrats have gone in and they have just like camped out in D.C. You can get no justice. It's all group think. They're all liberals. They don't care about the rest of the world as long as they're being paid, as long as they're able to take care of their families when they retire. They don't care. Now, some of you will say, yeah, but we got Republicans who live there. They're not Republicans, I keep telling you. They're moderate Democrats. They just want you to think they're Republicans because true Republicans would stand up like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, Gates, they would stand up and push back and say, no, we're not having this. We don't care what you say about us. We're going to fight back. Those are true Republicans. The others are just status quo. Mitt Romney, please, he's not a Republican. Susan Collins, oh, please, she's not a Republican. When it really counts, when it really matters, they're not Republicans. Because if they were, they would say, no, uh -uh, we're going to push back. We want to get to the bottom of this. We want to know what happened to these families. I don't care if you say that I'm a racist. Those people's lives matter just like everyone else. Well, this is not the time to say it. It's not expedient. We have to be careful. Careful for what? Her loved ones loved her also. But no one wants to say anything. So the lie that was told about this woman, for two years, taking away her voice, she was already dead, taking away her voice, taking away what her family wanted to say. Just put it out. We don't want to hear it. Just like Ashley Babbitt, who had served in the military, who served her country honorably. Now, I'm not saying she was a perfect person. No one is perfect. But their stories deserve to be told. The truth should come out. We should know what happened as opposed to some clown show of Jan 6. And the only reason why it was there was to stop Trump. That's it. They didn't care about anything else. They didn't care about Brian Sicknick. They used his memory to get people all upset with their fake narratives. Well, Liz Cheney was on it. Liz Cheney is not 
a Republican. Thank God she lost her election. The same way Adam Kissinger, up on the hill crying, makes me sick every time I see those tears. And now he's got some hoity-toity, highfalutin, high-paying job for CNN. Really? Disgraceful. You disgraced the party. And he didn't run again because he knew he was going to lose horribly the same way Liz Cheney lost. We can't believe these people. We can't think that they're for us. And they're not. They're only for the money. Because if Adam Kissinger was so concerned about what happened on Jan 6, he would say, I also want to look at what happened to Roseanne Boland. I also want to look at what happened to Ashley Babbitt. Brian Sicknett wasn't the only person who died that day or two days after. There were other patriots who felt that they were doing the same thing, who were standing up, something that he wouldn't do because he was too afraid. Liz Cheney saying, oh, you caused this, Ted and Jim Jordan. You caused this. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. You're in your dad's fault because you're nothing but deep swampers looking to make money off the American people. We'll continue this on the other side of the break. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Republicans fight back for some of these uh, protesters who have been mistreated, have been thrown in solitary confinement. Um, I'd like to see the Republicans start up their own committee and investigate the investigators on this. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. It's our brand new time slot. Check out the whole new lineup over on America Out Loud. Great shows, action-packed shows all day every day over at america out loud we'll be back with more after dark with robin we know you love the versatility and portability of the genesis fogger but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it well we heard you introducing the ux4 hocl atomizer this stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces with over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products. Toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. So, Andrew, as we were saying the last block of the show, first block, Roseanne Bowman. I had no idea that she was 34 years old. Trump supporter from Georgia. Wow. 
And they said that she was trampled, like I said, stampeded with a rush to the Capitol. It's it just it's heartbreaking that for two years they've hid the truth about this woman. And we st- we're still trying to figure it out. I mean, it's just now being leaked, I think, little pieces on Twitter. Now that Twitter is no longer controlled by the left as to what happened to her. And I think they're saying that it was a, I think it was a female cop, Andrew, who uh, possibly beat the living daylights out of her. And and even if she didn't, if she hit her and she fell down, see, this is what we've got to realize, that let's say she was there, Roseanne was in this crowd, she was approaching the Capitol, and this police officer just clubbed her upside the head and knocked her down, and then people didn't realize it, and they stepped on her, trampled her. It shouldn't have happened. And I think they were also trying to say that she was drugged out, that she was a drug addict. Now, now think about this. They say that she was a drug addict, but what is Hunter Biden? He's supposed to be some saint. Going to the White House, taking secrets and taking them to Ukraine and taking them to his business partners and giving them to China, riding his dead's Corvette Stingray, sitting next to him or more classified documents. He's probably taking them to prostitutes and strippers and bragging about who he is. Now, there's your druggy Hunter Biden. Roseanne Bolin, she was just a patriot. And let's just give them list. Let's just say, well, she, she was using marijuana. Yeah, but you guys are saying people can use marijuana now. And I'm not saying that she was. I'm just putting this out there. Because they always try to throw up this stuff to try to make a case. The same way they did with the classified documents. Trump was bad. Trump had them. Trump, Trump, Trump. Only to find out that Joe Biden has had documents. Oh, well, Joe, he's admitted it. Trump, Trump didn't know. Trump said that I have them. They belong to me. And I can declassify anything. It should have stopped right there. It should have never gotten to that point in the beginning. But you had someone working in the National Archives. Who could that be? Another Democrat who was a leftover, probably back from the Clinton years, who was was still trying to do the bidding for the Democrats. Hey, we got him. He's got some documents. Oh, yeah, let's let's just let's we're going to tell the FBI that we're going to have a huge raid because we're going to stop him. They're still trying to stop Trump. All the more reason Trump should run. He should do the right thing and he should win. And he would be able to do it if he played his cards right. Because that's, that's, that's their whole thing. They just want to stop him. You know why? Because he wants to make America great again. He wants to turn back the time, the clock. He wants to say, uh-uh, all this craziness with men being women and women being men. We're not going to have that. We're going to cut it out of our schools. They don't want that. They want to keep the craziness that they have. That's the reason why they go on TV with all these fake productions with Jan 6 and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And you have ABC, CBS, and NBC. They're running it, making you think that it's some major thing that we've got to look at. The same way they released the tape of Tyree Nichols, the same way they released the tape of Paul Pelosi teasing you, oh, it's going to be released at, it's going to be released at this time. You better get your tickets as soon as possible. You better go get your popcorn and get your adult beverage because we're going to be showing this on TV and you don't want to miss it because we're going to give you our narrative. Only to find out that the Tyree Nichols, the narrative that they wanted to tell you of a white man, white police officers beating the living daylights of them, it didn't happen. There were five black cops, as we said the other night. And that's the reason why they're trying to hide Roseanne Boland's story. Because the narrative that they wanted to create wasn't there. That's the reason why you don't know much about her. Because they've hidden the story and the media, as we said the other night. If a tree falls in the forest, if there's no one there, does it make noise? 
So if the media doesn't cover this, does it mean that it doesn't exist? Right. I don't think and, so, because and, we're going to cover it, Andrew. And the officer shown beating her was officer with the badge number 5869, who is Officer Leela Morris at the D.C. police. And it just so happens that Leela Morris was invited to the Super Bowl with Brian Sicknick, the other uh, Capitol Police officer, the one that's got tattoos all over himself. The tattoo oh. guy. Oh, okay. Okay, Much well, she... Brian Sicknick, was he the one that was beat down? Yes, Brian Sicknick was beaten. Well, 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 hold it. We don't know if Brian Sicknick was necessarily beaten down. Right, that's right. What they're yes, telling that's us. what they tell us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's right. Okay, so she went to the Super Bowl with Brian Sicknick's family uh, okay. in Tampa in 2021. She was an invited guest, got a free trip to Tampa, got to watch the game in the... Um, Super Bowl uh, press box with D.C. Metro Police Officers Michael Fanone and Daniel Hodges. So, uh, yeah, that's what she did. And so it just leads to believe that uh, maybe she was uh, one of these uh, crooked cops from D.C. I mean, that just leads further credence to it besides the uh, video um, where you can see her badge number hitting Roseanne mm. Boylan with the stick. So there is a video of her attacking Roseanne Bolin with a stick. We haven't heard anything about this Leela Morris. And what was her cop badge name number again? Her cop badge number is 5869. 5869. Interesting. Let's not forget about that. Leela Morris. Uh, why haven't they interviewed her? What, why are they trying to keep her from the media? I'm sure that they went up to her and said, hey, we want you to talk. And she's probably saying, oh, no, no way. Those people, they're not going to come after me. Well, the only people that would come after her would be Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And because she's doing their bidding, she has nothing to fear. No one on the right is going to come after you. We don't do that. We don't roll that way. That's not our method of operation. It's more yeah. so how the Democrats, they use the, their, their, their army arm of the party, Antifa. To go after individuals, Andrew. You're exactly right. And you remember just last night on our show, we talked about this, Tyree Nichols. We talked about it for the entire hour about how these police officers were in the wrong. We're pro-police on this show, but we call it like we see it. And how many from the left are going to come out and say, oh, this is wrong that these police officers have been spotted beating protesters? You're not going to see any of them. You won't see them. And that's the thing about it. I'm looking at my list here of officers, and we can't forget these guys that testified on the Hill. Harry Don, the black guy with the ball head, who is just as crooked as the day is long. Michael Fanone, Mr. Tattoo all over his body, who's now a CNN contributor. Daniel Hodges and Aquino Gunnell. These four cops are bad cops. They lied just to get their names out there. And this guy, Harry Don, even attended the wedding of Andrew Kissinger. And I think right. he might have been in the wedding party. Did you even name uh, Michael Byrd on that list? Oh, and Michael Byrd. It's another bad one. The one who killed Ashley Babbitt. Michael Byrd, who had they had written charges up on him for leaving his gun, a loaded gun, I think in one of the bathroom stalls on the hill. Michael Byrd, who I think was on, what is that app? Asking, some app asking for money. These are bad people. 
these are bad cops. But see, these are the cops that the Democrats and the media, they like these cops. Oh, yeah, they love these cops. These cops can do no wrong. <laughs> but other cops, oh, they don't like them. They, they want to go after them, like Kim Potter, the Dante Wright incident. Oh, they just, oh, she's bad. She's bad. The Freddie Gray cops who did absolutely nothing, but they just did their jobs. They did their jobs the best they knew how. And that is the reason why the judge said, I'm dismissing all the charges. And by the way, speaking of the judges in the Michael Gray case, uh, the prosecuting attorney or was, she, no, or was she the district attorney? I don't know, because they're all corrupt, thanks to uh, George Soros. But Marilyn Mosby, you guys should look her up. She Charges were brought up against she and her husband for tax evasion. And she's the one who said that when the whole situation with uh, Freddie Gray took place and people were tearing down the community, she said, oh, let them do it. They're angry. She and the mayor, at the guess, at that time. And now they're bringing up charges against her for her corrupt activity. These are some bad people. They don't want the truth to come out there, but the truth has to be known. And that is the reason why on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're gonna talk about it because Roseanne Boland needs a voice. Someone should speak her story. Her story needs to be told just like Ashley Babbitt. But the left will only put up Brian Sicknick. Yeah, I saw the video of, um... Rosen Boylan after um, she was attacked by these police officers. I mean, the video footage of her actually being attacked, there's so much going on and it's so chaotic. Like I said, it's hard to see exactly what's happening. But uh, after she's down on the ground, passed out, um, there's protesters just pleading with the police to help save her life. And uh, there's protesters there giving her uh, CPR and uh giving her uh, pumps to her chest. It's just very sad and hard to watch. And, uh, you know, this woman's family has had to watch this. And uh, it really is just uh, sad that we're not going to get to the bottom of this if uh, the establishment in D.C. have anything to say about it. We need someone to stand up and find out what's going on in these cases. Are these police officers responsible for this? We know Michael Byrd's responsible for the Ashley Babbitt shooting. And none of them have been held accountable. Instead, this Biden administration is giving these people awards. It's just a shocking state of our country that we're currently in. It is. And, and like you said, giving them awards. <laughs> it's a joke. The awards now are meaningless. They are meaningless because you remember, Joe Biden had a ceremony to mark the anniversary of Jan 6. And again, this is all pretentious. It's all pretend. What they're trying to do is make the blood, your blood, boil. And it's unfortunate how they have pulled the wool over the right. eyes of people on the left. They keep telling the story over and over again so that you would think, oh, they tried to take down our government. No. Black Lives Matter and Antifa tried to take down the government. And I yeah. must say that they were successful. Look at how they defunded the police. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's completely offensive to me as an American. Anytime that I hear people from the left try and compare um, 9-11 to January 6th. I mean, come on. That's a complete slap in the face to all the firefighters and police officers that served down there on 9-11. Completely different situation. I mean... 
It's just absurd to even make the comparison, yet this is what the Biden administration, the media is trying to do with this January 6th yearly anniversary, like it's like a new Pearl Harbor or 9-11 or something like that. It's just ridiculous. Well, Andrew, it is, but you got to remember also that when those 13 soldiers were killed, when Biden took office, and he thought that he was going to have a victory run, and how the media started to scale back the coverage of 9-11, the anniversary of 9-11. And you also got to remember that now, now that it has been like almost 20 something years, they now want that just to fade away because of the people who attacked us, radical Muslims. There are radical Muslims living amongst us. There, is a, there are two radical Muslims on the Hill, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, and there could be some others. Now that they have made it that far in our government, the media, the left, they want us to look the other way. So, of course, they're going to say Jan 6 was, uh, was worse than 9-11, and we all know that it wasn't. But you have people who are sitting there saying, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe this happened. I remember that year on uh, what was it, 2021 when they came out and started saying that Jan 6 was worse than 9-11. And then the anniversary of 9-11, which happened to be the same year that Biden made that huge withdrawal, which was completely embarrassing, there is one of the survivors a member, a survivor's member of 9-11 who said, you cannot compare the two, don't even try, don't make this political. Because 9-11, you can't compare to Jan 6. And the media said nothing about it. They were just like, oops, he said that. We're not going to play that tape anymore. And they did it. Because they want you to think that Jan 6 was, and it wasn't. Jan 6 was a college boy prank. I don't care how you look at it. What we endured during the spring and summer of yeah. 2020, 2021 was horrendous. It was horrible. It was terrifying. It was yeah. a ter terrorist activity, Andrew. Yeah. How is it any different? Like you said, it was worse when they were starting fires outside of the White House trying to break in so they could try and attack President Trump. And the media, that was, oh, bunker boy Trump getting in his bunker because uh, these lunatics are outside wanting to break into the White House. Like that's something to be ashamed of, that uh, he would go in his bunker with all these people outside trying to break in, throwing Molotov cocktails, the cops having to hold them back, setting churches on fire attacking members of the media. I mean, it was horrible what happened. And that's completely glanced over because it's in the name of justice, according to Democrats. But uh, January 6th, they just act like it's the most awful thing that's ever happened. And the hypocrisy is just absurd. And we all know, Andrew, that <laughs> let's just be honest, as we're being honest, that Jan 6 was planned by Nancy Pelosi, Muriel Browser, the mayor of D.C., and the FBI. Let's just be honest. We, we've got to stop dancing around this. There were informants in the crowded Jan 6. Ray. Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray. The question was put to him. Was the FBI involved? Did they have informants? And he would not answer the question. And then he said, do not, do not infer from me not answering the question that it is a yes. Christopher Ray, we know what it is. You had informants who were there. Now, some will say, yeah, but Christopher Ray, Trump uh, put him in that position. Yeah, because of Chris Christie, who, by the way, as I said, I think he's planning another run for the presidency, the big bloviator. Are you serious? Do you actually think we're going to vote for you? Hell no. I mean, Trump should have turned you away when he had the opportunity. And there was one thing I will say that his son-in-law got right. He said, don't trust him. 
a lot of people say, well, he's saying that because his because Christopher uh, Chris Christie put his dad in jail. Yeah, but Jared was on to something, and we now see Christopher Christie Chris Christie get the names confused is a snake in the grass. Oh, he has a big talk. He has a big booming voice. He's got big he does everything. Make, <laughs> a big fat ass too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, and he does make a lot of good points, but he cannot be trusted. He cannot. At one point, I thought, "Wow, this." And he was an effective governor of New Jersey. And I thought, "Wow, he." I could see the potential for him to run, but when he's, it, it shows you who a person is when they're under pressure, and then they start trying to attack you because they didn't get what they want. Stay away from those kind of people because they're dangerous. And Chris Christie is dangerous. And he recommended Christopher Ray. And look at what Christopher Ray has done. Nothing positive, nothing at all. He's allowed the FBI to just be completely marred in controversy. When we get to the bottom of it, it's anyone's guess. I think that if Kevin McCarthy and his leadership team, if they keep pushing, we will. And it won't be easy. It will not be easy, Andrew, because these people in the swamp will fight to protect their own. But we've got to push back, Andrew. Yes, absolutely. And if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. They come in these little gel packs. They taste great. Just open it up, drink it right out of there, and you're good to go. If you go to HealthyCell.com, you can check out the great products, see what looks like it would be perfect for you, and you can save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. If, if you're not happy with your purchase, they will give you your money back. So go to HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andy. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. AmericaOutloud.com 
If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Who was, is Roseanne Boylan? She was someone's daughter, someone's aunt, someone's friend. But the left has just dismissed her. They've relegated her to the unknowns in history. We're not going to do that because we're going to remember her. Yeah, in fact, the left has tried to use her for their own um, use, acting like she got trampled by fellow patriots Mm. instead of what actually happened to her. They tried to make her out to be a reason that January 6th was more violent than it actually was. And it wasn't violent. As I say, just look at what happened during the summer of love when we had cities that were overtaken by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Look at the damage that they've done. Look at the aftermath of what these people have inflicted upon our society, defunding the police, which probably led to what happened in Memphis, Tennessee, because had those cops had training, that wouldn't have happened. Crime all over, smash and grab in our large cities, stores that are closing now early, 24-hour stores. Not only that, Andrew, but look at the banks, ATM machines. Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, just announced that many of their branches, well, not branches, but their ATM machines are going to be closing at 5 o'clock because they say too many vagrants are coming inside. Too many people are being harmed, attacked. And they're supposed to be 24 7. And Chase has no one to blame but itself because they help to fund a lot of these radical agendas, afraid that if we stand up, they're going to say that we're racist. So what? They're going to say it regardless. So they help these groups like Black Lives Matter channel, not channel, but loiter in, uh, money. What happened to that story of the, the head honcho of Black Lives Matter and her many mansions, her multitude of mansions? her big bank accounts. And, and it's not like it's being hidden because like every other month for a minute there, some high-ranking member of Black Lives Matter was being investigated for money laundering, for hiding funds, for buying mansions, going on these expensive vacations, and you got Black people still, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I mean, it was, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, it's a catchy little chant, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I'm like, but who does it matter to? Certainly not to black lives. You certainly weren't concerned about the lives of black men, whom the left has just completely dismissed. Unless, of course, they are a transgender male or a gay man, then they'll like them like Billy Porter. They can't get enough of him. But the regular black men, alpha black males, but yet still black lives matter. And this is all a result of these bougie left-wing idiots The problem is there, not with someone like Roseanne Boylan, who is a patriot. And as I said, I'm sure she wasn't perfect. Maybe she had some run-ins with the law. I don't know. Or it could be that she had a stellar record. Who knows? That's not important. 
But what is important is that her voice was taken away from her and she was regulated to history as being a nobody. Oh, we found out what she did. She got jumping on. Okay, that's it. Move on next. But then they'll take someone like Joyce Floyd and build mosque mo uh, uh, head bust all over the world as if though he's somewhat significant. The same way they diminished 9-11, Biden diminished the legacy of Martin Luther King by comparing it to George Floyd. And not no one, no one on the left flinched or said, wait a minute, hold on, Joe, don't say that. No, you, no you, you're reaching for, you're going a little too far there. Because George Floyd was no MLK. We have not had a modern day MLK. J.C. Jackson isn't one. Al Sharpton sure as hell isn't one. He's just a pimp taking money from churches and now taking money from corporations. So to compare George Floyd to MLK, you know, we should have done a show that. We did a show about MLK, but we should have done it, MLK versus George Floyd. But you know what's sad, Andrew? Because a lot of these Generation Zers or Xers or whatever they want to call themselves, these wackadoodles, these progressive, these woke, I'll say the woke people, know nothing about MLK. And to them, George Floyd is an MLK. And if we're not careful, George Floyd will go down in history as being a significant force when in actuality he is not. You'll look at the history books and they'll say, well, we had a major change in history because of George Floyd's death. George Floyd, a two-bit criminal, wannabe porn star, held a gun to the tummy of a pregnant woman. I don't want to talk about no George Floyd, but I do want to know what happened to Roseanne Bolin and Ashley Babbitt. What happened? Why can't we talk about them? Why isn't Christopher Ray investigating? Why isn't he saying there's more to this? The left might not like it, but there's more to this. These women are significant. They, did, they didn't die in vain. <laughs> no one wants to talk about them because they're, you know, the truth is hard to handle. Because when you begin to peel back the onion, it starts to smell. And then you start seeing what they don't want you to see. And there are a lot of people that are out there, Andrew, that know the truth, not only on the right, but on the left, but they can't accept it. They want to live in this make-believe world. They want to live in a world whereby a man can say, I'm a woman, even if I think it. Now, no, think about this. Here's another comparison. I love these comparisons. Now, Trump made the comment, or someone said that, you know, Trump can declassify documents if he even thinks it, he can declassify. He doesn't have to tell someone. And then you got all these statisticians, including Bill Barr saying, oh, no, no, he can't do that. There is a process. Bill, what is the process? What is the process? Because whatever that process is, Joe Biden didn't adhere to it. Neither did Jimmy Carter, who's been on office for more than four decades, and neither did Mike Pence. So what is the process, Bill Barr, who's supposed to be, who was an attorney general, who feels that Trump should be arrested and should be indicted? What is the process, Bill Barr, since you said there's a process? There isn't a process. So if he can think it, why can't he? But oh no, but he can't. But you know what else, Andrew? A man can think that he's a woman and God, lo and behold, he's a woman. <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? A man can think that he's a woman and then we better call him a woman or we'll get arrested or they'll just like really like kick us out of society because we didn't say he's a woman because he thought it. But a former president can't just think that these documents are, I'm not going to classify these documents, they're declassified. And, hey, that can't happen. What kind of sense does that make? Do you, well, I mean, seriously, folks, what kind of sense does that make? It makes absolutely no sense at all.
Not at all. But in the world of liberalism, this is where we are. I, and I just thought about this just, just as we were talking, that Trump can't think and just say, I want to declassify something. But a man who probably, well, I don't want to say probably, let's just speak the truth, who has mental issues can say he's a woman. He can say, oh, I'm having a period because I'm having abdominal cramps. He can go and put ketchup in his underwear and say, oh, you see, I had a period and we're okay with that. He can undergo a surgery like this Dylan guy and come out, oh, you see, I'm a woman and I want to be a mother and I want to be this. God forbid if he's ever a mother. If we had real judges, we would say, uh-uh, we're sorry. We, you can't get other people to go into your little circle of craziness. It's wrong. You can live in your fantasy land. But we're not going to mandate and make other people to live in it, which is actually what they're doing. With the they, the, he, she, and these are my pronouns. No. If you want to identify with that, with your little circle of they, the non-binary friends, you can. But the rest of us should not be forced to do it. Why are we forced to do it? It makes no sense. Why are we forced to tell a lie? I mean, this is a slippery slope here. Because once you start doing that, then you will have criminals who will commit an act and say, no, that's not a crime. I didn't deem it a crime. So why are you saying it's a crime? And I agree with them. And we should get some other people to say, no, it's not a crime. If you can have these people live in their little bubble of make-believe of genders crossing this and all that, and then we're forced to do it, why not the same for the other? You see where I'm going with this? Society has been ruined by the left, has been ruined by the media. And Trump has always said that the media was an enemy of the people. And you had journalists coming out saying, no, he shouldn't say that. You had journalists on the right saying the same thing. It's like, are you serious? Do you actually think the folks on the left like you? They want to cancel you. No, we're going to stand up. No, don't say anything. If you want to say something, just say, no, he has a point. Because of a lot of our colleagues on the left, they're spinning lies. They're spinning narratives, spinning narratives that are completely false. They're supporting the Democrat Party, and they shouldn't. They're not being objective, and that's wrong. That's what you should say, as opposed to trying to attack the messenger Trump for calling it out. The same way they should be calling out Roseanne Boylan and saying, what actually happened? And Ashley Babbitt, okay, we probably didn't like her going to the Capitol, but for her to be shot in cold blood, and then we're going to say it was her fault, all the police should get together and say, no, everything that we've done is not wrong. It was right. We had to do it. And they should stand by it. Every police everywhere. They say, no, we're going to stand by this. Because that's, in essence, what we're doing. When we're pretending that what happened to Roseanne Bolin did not happen, and she's just an afterthought, regulated to the nameless people in history, that's what we're doing. We're just turning our back on everything that makes sense, on all everything that's reality. And we're buying into this make-believe world created by the Democrats, and buoyed on by the media. At some point, 
Someone's got to stand up and say, no, we got to stop this. We've gone too far. Yeah, it looked good. We were trying to right a wrong that happened years ago, but we just kept holding on to it. And we, we were able to do it because of COVID. And then we were able to push down all these other lies. And we were able to scare people and silence them. And if they said something, we say, well, take your voice. And then we have the FBI working on the back end, going after people. Like a secret police, which isn't supposed to happen. And we thought the days of J. Edgar Hoover was over. This wasn't over. It was just beginning. And it just keeps going and going and going and going. We thought we had eradicated all those bad people from the FBI, but we haven't. They were still there. They were lying in wait, waiting for the moment to jump up and attack with their evil agenda. And lo and behold, look at what's happened. That's the reason why we know nothing about Roseanne Boylan. That's the reason why we don't know the truth about Ashley Babbitt. They claimed to do an investigation, and then they exonerated Michael Byrd without it even as much as really questioning him as to what he did. Many of you didn't even know that he had, they had written up charges on him for losing his gun in a men's bathroom. Now, had he been a white police officer? Oh, you would have known about that. Then some, you would have known about all of his affairs if there were any. You would have known if he said the N-word. You would have known everything, but because he was black, because of the time, it's like, oh, shh, shh, he killed a white woman. It's insignificant. And of course, it was a white woman. You know, and right now, they call all white women Karens if they have an opinion. Now, I know there are some crazy white women that are out there, especially some on the left, who are pushing this crazy narrative, this crazy agenda. But the ones who are standing up, the conservatives, oh, dismiss them. We don't want them. So that's the reason why Michael Byrd was giving cover. That's the reason why they had Harry Dunn, Michael Fanon, and Daniel Hodges and Aquino Ganell out testifying on the Hill. And I remember they had some other blonde head brought. She was testifying also. And she was only there because of the way she looked. They dolled her all up. Because when she's not, when she wasn't testifying, you should see the way she looked. You're like, oh my God. But see, this is how the left plays. Oh, and who can forget this character, Cassidy Hutchinson? who was an aide to Mark Meadows. She came out giving testimony. Oh, and they, they said this and he said that. And no one bothered to say, okay, ma'am, did you witness this? We just want to know because, you know, we, don't, we can't admit secondhand information or thirdhand information or fourthhand information in your case. No, they just let her get up there and they just let her just rattle off and just say everything under the sun. And one of those Adam Schiff moves, like remember when he got up on the hill and made up this entire fabricated story about Trump colluding with Russia. And did you guys know that he was a, he wanted to be a screenwriter for Hollywood and he failed, he wasn't good at it? So he was really successful in spinning his lies and keeping everything locked down and shut down. The same way they're doing with Roseanne Boylan. Lockdown, shut down. We don't want a story out there. We got to keep it quiet. Ashley Babbitt, we were able to keep that quiet. We exonerated the police officer. And now this Roseanne, oh, well, come on, let's just keep it, you know, people don't know much about it. They didn't see it on TV. Little did they know that the videos are now coming out. I'm sure it had Twitter, had Elon Musk not bought Twitter, they probably would have put the shutdown and let the kibosh on it so you couldn't see it. Because they like to keep a lot of stuff away, just like the Hunter Biden laptop. 
But anything that's negative on a conservative, oh, run it, put it out there. Yeah, let it go. We don't care. But the truth, they can't handle. They can't accept it. Because it's too difficult. It's not the narrative that they want to run. So instead, they will take away this woman's voice. Now, we don't know anything about her much. Go on Google, try to Google a little information. Of course, they're going to put everything negative that they can find about her. But you look for Michael Byrd. Oh, they will sing his praises. They sing praises of all the other characters that are out there. They were trying to hold justice together. But these are the same people that said they didn't like government. Government, oh, we don't want it. They only like government when government is too big and paying their way and giving them money. Other than that, oh, we don't need the government. When the government is going to say, oh, kill all the babies. Oh, yeah, we love the government then. But other than that, they don't like it. Because if they did, they wouldn't be trying to destroy the Constitution. The way Barack Obama walked all over it. He's not an American citizen. He's some made-up evil man. But yet, here we are. We cannot forget Roseanne Boylan or Ashley Babbitt. They must have their day in the public square. They're the ones that we should look at and say, maybe we should put a bust of them around town and not some two-bit criminal. Andrew, it's shameful. It's disgusting. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Definitely prayers out to her family that we get to the bottom of this and we get some justice for Roseanne Boyland. Thank you all for joining us tonight on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.